Tick, 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 tick. Tick, tick, tick. Some spray. We start in Teddy City, where Breeson desist Hall sent a letter to the mayor, and now the campaign is in jeopardy after these allegations. Derek Cardi B had Esto saying, I like it like that, and his running backs were going, what? 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 All over the wet-ass playing surface on Sunday. St. Brown cooked his brain like it was almond ramen noodles, and Sloan K and the Packers fans were calling for a different quarterback. Rogers, 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 help us send some guidance from above. People got me, got me questioning, where is the love? And this week he's on the cover of the Rolling Sloans. Esto 120.6, Sloan 85.1. Next, we head to the P-Dub podium of worst draft picks, where Josh Jacobs' revenge tour continues. Kenneth Walker Hayes is fancy like Applebee's on a date night. And Phil Cookies and Cream said, I'll have the Oreo Shaquan for 15 points, please. Teddy's keeper, VRBO Samuel, took a vacation from Jesse's lineup this week. And he reached out to Tua Lipa via waivers. And he said, I need you all night. Come on, dance with me. I'm levitating. But he turned into Tua rubbing tug of Iloa because he was just shooting blanks on Sunday night. Well, 115, Jesse, 107.9. Oh, we now go to Centennial where ZTech said, I'm Dak, Dak in the meat house groove. And it's nothing but Jamarvin Gay and Chardonnay this week for the workers at the meat house. Nick Cannon Chubb is impregnating fantasy football rosters everywhere this year. And even Z-Tech is taking notes on how to be a father. Meanwhile, Jacob is relying on Kyler Virgin Murray, and his team has a D-I-C-K Metcalf problem. Tyler Beastie Boyds said, hold it now, hold it now, hold it now. Hit it as he got the first start in Jacob's lineup. But it wasn't enough to further sabotage Z-Tech's season. Z-Tech! 120.8, Jacob, 101.5. Now to the white suites where Lighting said, imagine if I never met the Joe Skis and Burrow has this team sticking to God's plan. Trev has proven the age old saying that if you have two Niners running backs, you don't have one Niners running back. And he'll look to cha-cha Clyde his way out of the last place conversation. Aaron Oshner has entered the chat, and Geno Smith is not writing back. It might be a classic Romeo and Juliet Dobbs story as fate is pulling Osh in last place together. Osh keeps digging himself into a deeper hole, and he said, I'm tired of digging these holes, Grandpa. And Kyle Pitts said, well, that's too damn bad. Lighting, 125.7. Osh, 73.0. No. Last to the dupe again, huh? Where Loaf said, when the Jones are good, the rest don't matter. And despite Devontae Adams assaulting a cameraman, Loaf still chooses to employ this criminal on his team. Zeke Mill Elliott was going bad, but then he said, I'm going back to back into the end zone in the second half. Jacoby Myers got an early bucket on Monday night. But Zappy Hour ended abruptly for the Death Boys, 
and Tinkerbell sprinkled her magic dust onto Nate, who walked the plank by sitting Montgomery. Osh said it's best, so we'll kick it to third eye blind. I wish you would step back from that ledge meter, man. You could cut ties from all the guys that you've been putting in. And if you want to drop Lamar Jackson, we would understand. Yeah, yeah. Low, 111.88, Some spread. All right, Jobins. We are exactly halfway through the season. Uh, seven weeks down, seven weeks to go. And it was kind of separation Sunday this past week. We had three, four, and two teams win to get to five and two. And uh, the only four and two team that lost was myself and uh, was playing another four and two team. So that was kind of a something's got to give matchup. We have a bunch of three and four teams and then two, two, and five teams. So we'll start there. Uh, the watch is going to be Osh. It's going to be Sammy. So we're running it back. Nothing's changed from the last two weeks because, you know, at the end of the day, they're both two and five. Uh, you have to win in this league, and neither of these teams has done that. I think Sammy is getting better. I've been saying this for weeks. I think he's on the precipice of something great. I think Sammy could go on a little run here. Uh, so I don't know that he will be on the watch for long, but he is for now. So Sammy and Osh. Osh, um, you'll hear from him in this episode. He's he's our guest this week. Um you know, things are, things are down, but he was in this exact same spot last year. He was two and six actually last year. And then he went on a five and one run to end the year. And he ended up, you know, in actually in the playoff race is where he ended up. He, uh, just goes on that crazy run down the stretch he was actually two and six and had the fewest points for in the league by over a hundred last year. So you could argue that it looked even worse for him last year than it does this year. So it's, you know, it's an uphill battle, but everything's ahead of him and it's certainly doable. He's proved it before that he can do this. He just needs to string together a couple, couple waiver claims like he did last year. And, you know, if one of them hits big, then he can go on a little run here and, and avoid the, the punishment again. But you'll hear from Osh and uh, a couple more housekeeping items. Most lock notches another victory on the belt, five and three on the year, above 500. He's hot. So, you know, you can't rush greatness. So we don't have a pick yet, but he'll give us his pick when he's ready. As he's proven before, um, he's, cr- he's still crunching the numbers, but Loaf's lock gets another victory. The Chiefs blow out the 49ers. So congratulations to Loaf's lock. Next is uh, this week is it just means more week. So a lot of these matchups just mean a little bit more to these people. Um, you have myself against Loaf, and we all know the history that we've had on this podcast and just everywhere. So, um, you know, a history of a lot of shit talking in this matchup and both has gotten the better of me almost every time. Uh, one of the best records against in the league. So me against loaf, you have will against lighting, the 
math majors. And it just means a little bit more between these two former roommates. Um, you know, you know, they would never admit this, but they've silently been competing against each other for years now. Right. Um, whether it was in the classroom, whether it was it, really anywhere on the in Snyder arena, hashtag pack Snyder. Um, these two, it just means a little more Then you have Jesse against Z-Tech. And it certainly means more between these two. Um, they have a checkered past of, of going back and forth at each other, you know, grew up together, went to Lincoln East together. And it's, you know, it's a matchup that means a lot to both of these guys. And none of us will admit this, but we all know. And then you have John against Nate. And if you can remember a time, and I went back, I checked the tape, December 10th, 2020, John Estadello came on this very podcast and said, it was right before his playoff matchup with Nate. And he said, I think Nate will finish bottom three next year. He said, he was, you know, he's recently become a father. And he said, I think he's just due to have a bad year. Well, Nate ends up being top three the next year. Doesn't win in the playoffs, but uh, couldn't get that monkey off his back. But he did. Finish in second place last year, so John's prediction did not come true. But this matchup means a little bit more, too. Uh, Nate got him two years ago in the playoffs. And, um, you know, I, I just think I just think based on that tape that I checked, this matchup means a little bit more for both teams. Um, and then it's Jacob, it's Osh. And this is a huge matchup this week. I mean, this could, this could go a long way in determining who's going to be the punishment, who's going to do the punishment. Osh talks about it in the interview, but he said, bus boy, I'm coming for you. So this matchup means a little bit more this week in particular. Um, maybe not the the history that a lot of these matchups had, but it certainly means a lot this season, you know, two and five against three and four. So that's it for housekeeping. Uh, what I'll do now is a little segment called superlatives. We're going to go halfway Mid-season superlatives. And think back on the yearbook. Think back on senior superlatives. Uh, usually I would I would say we, we should close the yearbook, but here we're going to open it right back up. And I'm going to just dish out superlatives to each team. And we'll start with most likely to succeed. This was a popular one. I think you could probably find it in every yearbook. Uh, most likely to succeed in the second half of the season, I think it's Will Reimer. I think this team is built to be great. Um, we know the trend of of this league and, and you know, Will Osh, random, Will Osh, random, and it's Will's turn to win the league. And I really do think this team is built for it. He's got a stable of running backs. He's got a good quarterback who's underperformed. He's got the two, the top two wide receivers in the league. And I just think this this team is most likely to succeed, and I don't think it's close. So, Will Reimer, most likely to succeed. Next one, uh, biggest flirt. And this one's going to go to Esto. Esto's been wheeling and dealing, and he's made three trades already with three different people. And I think every week, you know, Esto kind of sends these you up texts. And he's he's kind of the, I don't, I don't want to call him the, the lead bike, but... I mean, at some point you have to kind of admit what you, you know, you gotta, you gotta throw what you know. And what we know 
is that Esto's made three trades, three different people, and that's not it. I mean, he's I've talked to multiple people in the league that haven't made deals with him that say, you know, he's been texting them every week asking for about certain players, and I respect it. Um, I, I'm the same way. I'm always looking for that that trade partner. But uh, light, or, uh, John, biggest flirt. Next one is going to be most change. And that's Trevor Lighting. Uh, usually most changed goes to like maybe, you know, one of those, one of those unique people in the, in the class. Um, in this case, it's just the fact that this roster has turned over and it's turned over pretty dramatically. So he makes that huge trade and completely changes the, the complexity of his roster. So lighting gets most changed. Um, you know, the team that he drafted is, is, isn't anywhere close to what he's working with now. So that's where we'll go for lighting next class clown. And it's tough to say this, but class clown has been Osh the first half of the season. And not that, not that he's a clown, nothing like that. Just this team has kind of been the laughing stock of the league in the first half of the, the season. It just is what it is. I mean, the roster has been so bad. You know, Najee Harris was a bust. Kyle Pitts was a bust. James Conner has been hurt. DeAndre Swift's been hurt. Judy was a bust. Mike Evans has been weird. So you hate to say it, but and, – and it can absolutely turn around, and he can he can make something of this season. But through the first half, uh, he has been the class clan. Okay, so next one is most school spirit. And this usually goes to somebody that just um, has immense pride in their school, right? And I think the person that has the most pride in his roster almost every year, I think you could probably give give this award to this person every single year, and it's Matt Karloff. Um, the guy just absolutely loves looking up and down his roster and and having school spirit about it, have, being spirited about his roster and thinking that, you know, this is the year. And a little bit rosterbation happens every year with Loaf. You know, after the draft, he he kind of says, hey, I think this might be the one. And the last two years, give him credit, he's gotten second place both years. And this year, he's right up there. His roster is very good. But I do think Matt has the most school spirit. Next one. Um, always injured. And... Hey, you can check the yearbook. We had this. I, I checked the tape. Okay. We had this superlative in our in our yearbook. Most injured. And that's going to go to Sloan K. And I'm not making excuses. All right. I drafted these players. But JT missed two games. Javante Williams is out for the season. Those are the number one and two picks. Mike Williams, the f- fifth round pick, is now out for at least four weeks. Uh, Amon Ra missed two and a half games. He was on a pitch count for a game. He missed a full game, and then he got hurt on the first drive of the the game this past week. Chris Olave's missed a game and a half with a concussion. So I'm not making excuses, but it 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 has been the most injured team, and it's I don't know if it's particularly close. So that's where we'll go there. Um, unluckiest person. It's Nate Meter. You knew it was coming, right? It's Nate Meter. He scored the most points in the league. He's given up the most points in the league. We will dive into the numbers, myself and Osh, a little bit. But 
it's, I mean, he is the unluckiest manager this year so far. Um, you can say luck played a part, plays a part with injuries. You could say luck plays a part with guy, you know, Osh's roster and how that turned out. But at the end of the day, you know, your schedule is your schedule. And Nate has so far been the unluckiest. And this is also a superlative. Um, next one is going to be most outspoken. And that's Jacob Ingle. Uh, every week, you know, he com- he comes with, he brings the heat. He is Dr. Heat. So he, you know, he's always live in the group chat. He's always throwing around everything that he can possibly throw around. Um, and he's he's always been outspoken in this league with the law firm, with everything. Um, you know, what does he call me? Com Sloan K. So, and no one puts the E on the Sloan. It, it, I, I would like to say it doesn't bother me, but it certainly does. Um, so Jacob, most outspoken, uh, most athletic. It, it's Jesse Tenney. Look at this team. It's absurd. Like Debo, Josh Allen, AJ Brown, uh, CMC. Like this team is ridiculously athletic and this superlative, you know, it's probably the, the best superlative to win, I would say in the yearbook, but Tenney's team is easily the most athletic. He goes as these four guys go, kind of. But, shoot, I mean, Josh Jacobs has been an absolute stud. Cordero's coming back. So I think Jesse has a little run in him here. And he is the most athletic team. Uh, most likely to cheer you up. And last but not least, it's Z-Tech. You know, every time you see, at least for the first half of the season, when you saw it lining up against Z-Tech this week, uh, it was going to cheer you up. I mean, the guy's two and five, right? We we can't argue with the numbers. The numbers don't lie, as Nate would say. And he he has been the most likely to cheer you up so far this season. So that's it. That's the superlatives. Um, I hope all of you guys have a great week, except for Loaf. And uh, we're halfway there. Uh, we're we're going to find out the loser. We're going to find out the winner. It's all right in front of us. And as always. Fuck you guys. Osh. Sloan. What up? Uh, not much. Just, you know, sitting on top of the hill here in the pickup because my internet sucks. Look at that. Well, you sound great. Well, that's what good old Verizon LTE will do for you. <laughs> well, you're coming off back-to-back marginal weeks, I'd, I'd say. That's maybe putting it nicely. It's all about consistency. Yeah, hey. You've certainly been a pillar of consistency this this year. Correct. So scale of one to a hundred, how nervous are you? You know, I'm not really that nervous at all. I, I will say thirteen. Eh, wow, low. You know, I I almost come to come to grips with what's going to happen. It's <laughs> it things don't look good, and I don't see them changing. So, you know, I'm gonna me and uh i'll be pleasantly surprised if things don't happen that way what types of events are you gonna are you gonna be training for just so just so we can picture it oh all of them oh yeah running yeah. jumping yeah everything I'm distance gonna, gonna, sprints yeah i'll probably start with high jump just because you know i got springs underneath my legs um maybe working a steeplechase workout every now and then <laughs> um you know I'll probably jump over some hay bales out here in the farm, get ready for some hurdles. 
But uh, people people for same spot last year. That is true. I have been in the dumps lately. So. You had you had the least points for, and I think I'm pretty sure last year I came on this very podcast and and almost pronounced you dead. Well, yeah, you had a similar it, outlook, and then it you got a couple of waiver claims back to back, and it just all turned around, and you strung together some wins. That's the problem. I don't even know. Like I'm I'm first in waivers this week. I don't even know who to pick up. There's nothing that's that shiny out there to me. I mean, nothing's it, that great. Yeah. It's the guys that got hurt. They just two people that are already on team, so I have no idea what I'm going to do. So, you know, yeah, I, it's hey, if if it doesn't, maybe maybe I'll Olympian here pretty soon. You know, hey, like maybe like imagine I go career. out and imagine I go out and I I beat these kids that are in college. Like, how bad does that make you feel? Oh, awful! I and, mean, it won't happen, but it could. Hey, you never know. It may be like one of the kids like pops a hammy or something. Maybe I maybe I beat him. And maybe there just happens to be an Olympic scout there. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the waivers this year has been like bad every week. Yeah, I think like the best running back this week is that Allinger, whatever it is from Atlanta. PU. Yeah, yuck. <laughs> For like a week. And then or I could pick up Jerry Judy, who I already dropped this week, and then you Got eleven targets from Brett Rippin. I mean, yeah, Rippin, Rippin. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> so, what's what's going to be the key to turning the season around? What what's next? Well, I mean, if my like running backs could do anything, I mean, Najee Harris was probably the worst draft <laughs> choice. DeAndre Swift is an incredible running back, but he never plays. James Conner, the Cardinals are disgustingly bad without D-Hop. So now D-Hop's back. I'd like to see James Conner on the offense, but he's hurt every game. Yep. So if I get some of those guys back, uh, maybe if we don't drop, you know, 65-yard touchdowns that are open by 15 yards. Oh, dude, that was um, so bad. Yeah, you know, I like, I've kind of felt, I got beat by like 110 points this week. So I don't think it really mattered at all. Yeah. My points and, more would have been how I mean I I might be somewhat even with Sammy and points four now, but I mean, at this point, yuck. Yeah, it, the it, the injuries have been tough. You've been you've been ailed mm-hmm. this season with Swift and Connor, two of your horses. And I was yep. kind of looking. I was thinking back on your keeper decision because you had like it, what looked to be three incredible choices for a keeper. Yeah, and they all suck. And they all suck. Well, Connor's been hurt. Javante tore his ACL. So that, like, you were between those two. And then the, yes. the third one was Swift. And he's been hurt. And you still got him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, good Lord. It looked like you had one of the best keeper situations. People were buzzing about your, your keeper situation. Yeah, I, I was and, pretty thrilled also. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I the mean, way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, we've had numerous people come onto this very podcast and hope for your demise this season. I think every guest that's come on has talked about wanting you specifically for the, for the track week. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, what do you have to say to those people? Um, I'm, I'm not really surprised. I mean, 
you know, it's the classic, they hate us because they ain't us thing, you know? <laughs> when you're on the top so much, people want to see you fall. I, you know, me and Will, we're kind of like the Patriots of the league, you know, just a dynasty. We've always been good. We always win. Yep. You know, people are rooting for us to, uh, to fall. So, you know what? I'll take my lumps. We'll, uh, we'll build back better. And we'll see what happens, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. You're, you're, you've kind of had a Belichickian, uh, run in this league where you, you went on your dynasty and now it's, it sort of has time passed you by. It may have. I mean, I think I was on like an every other year run there for a while. And I think oh, this you would were. Be, this would be the other year. So I, I should be winning the league this year, which, well, no. Will Will is supposed to win this year, and then oh. you would be projected to win next year. Is how the, oh, the trend right. has gone. So well, it we're it's still in play because Will's team is a wagon. Yep, yep, his team is good. So hey, I don't know when the trade deadline is, but you know what? Maybe we'll just start selling off pieces for next year. You know? Yeah, buy or sell. Why not? J- just take the L and amass the, the Aaron, amass yeah, the draft picks. The Aaron Oshner fire sale is yep. That's that's very possible. Yep. So, yep. last thing, unless you, unless you have some some burning things you want to get off your chest. Well, there is one we, thing I'd like to say. I mean, I I'm here for it. I mean, we got Nate Meter here, just absolutely begging for people to feel bad for him this year. And you know what? I mean, you you look at the the stats, right? Yep. Like his points for, yes, that's that's bad. He has scored the most points. There's not much I can argue with there. He he has had some unlucky situations there. But I'd have to look. I don't have the numbers in front of me exactly. But if you look at the points against, me and him are very similar. Yeah, and Jesse's and, right up there too. Right. And if you, or you put up 160, that is the major outlier. Yep. So, it's points against aren't that bad, and mine are almost near what his is, and I only Matt scored what seventy two points against me last week. Yeah. So I mean, yes, I've had some bad points against. Granted, I can't score any points, so it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Yeah. So he's he's given up thirteen more points than you. Correct, and I gave up six points last week 73 points you gave up in a week so meaning all of the other weeks are banana land right i mean it's not like i've had any i've had i think maybe a couple weeks i've gone against the the leading score that week which isn't awful i'm not that's not awful but i've been consistently getting decent performances put up against me and when you have a terrible team and you have to win with 75 points absolutely uh, yeah things are gonna get so I've I've said this a number of times. the The one sixty three that I had against him is an outlier. It is, and the one seventy that he scored against me is an outlier. So take those two outliers out, and he has a very normal points for and points against. Correct. And so, I mean, if, granted, and, I, it is unlucky, but. Yes, I agree. And but Will and Jesse are also four points behind him in points for. Correct. So, so they've not, largely been more consistent than him. He just had that one week that could be two weeks for a lot of people. Like 170 something points is 
you know, if you take my week last week and multiply it by two, I don't even get to what he scored in that one week. Right. So, so yeah, I no, no shade I, at Nate, no shade at Nate. I'm he with has you. had some bad breaks, but yes. buddy, hey, we're all going through it. All right. He also could have played. Oh, I don't know his third round pick this week and in, in, in the flex and won. But instead, he opted for Jamal Williams. But that's I digress. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. No, exactly. So, if we may, we can get on to the P Dub podium. We we can do that. Okay, it is worst decisions made at Wesley. I'll be honest with you, I I struggled with this one. I mean, it was. Did you? I mean, I don't. I can't think of anything that was like that awful necessarily, but. Okay. It was all just good memories. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, absolutely. Hey, I'm hoping. I'm hoping as like we go through it, you'll maybe say a few things and it'll jog my memory a little bit. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah maybe I. Maybe I threw something. You know, just something. Just I put in a back back corner of my brain that hopefully I would never remember again. But. Okay. And. Okay. Yeah. I I think that'll probably be. Brought up, but it, but it, it doesn't need to be. So I'll let that. I'll I'll leave it up to you. Right. Yeah. So you can, you can start. You get one, one, you're the guest. Yes. I mean, there was one decision that just really, it came to mind instantly. Okay. So this one, the first one was easy and that was you and Mitch deciding to become RAs. Yes. Okay. It was on my list. That, I mean, to me, I mean, (laughs) granted financially, not a bad decision. Yep. But socially, I mean, come on. Yes, I knew that was coming. And that was part of the reason I did this. I had this topic queued up. Right. Because that that's an all-time bad decision. You're right. See, I mean, but I mean, I would say financially, good decision. I mean, you save some cash. Hey, as Lil Dicky would say, save that money. Absolutely. Hey, and what what could be better than that? But, I mean, just... Yeah, a, a tough yeah. social decision. It was an awful decision. I regret the decision. I did save money. It wasn't worth it for what I had to go through on some weekends where I had to be on call. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I did a victory lap with Plainsman. So um, I guess that I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah, I kind of let Mitch dictate my uh, my semester there. And hey. So sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes it rains. Right. Hey, Mitch can be quite the salesman, so it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to knock you for that. Yeah. Okay. I get two picks here. Um, I will go transferring to UNK. That was a list of things. Yep. Just not. Just not a good decision. Um, another one where financially it made sense, made a ton of sense financially, but. I mean, transfer in a transfer out, entered the transfer portal. I can't justify it. Mm-hmm. Um, my next pick is going to be uh, putting a skillet on low sped. See, I have no, you, recoll- I have no recollection of what you're talking about here. Oh man, this was okay. So you may have missed out on this one. It was in the dupe. And, okay. <laughs> I, those who know, know, but the moral of the story is just don't put a skillet on Love's bed. Like it's going to end poorly. 
a dirty skillet. So we all learned a good lesson there. Um, but yeah, I'll just leave it there. I won't. I won't even go into details. All right, I, I I'll take your word for it. There, I mean, wasn't there? I I could there could be a multitude of things that could happen with loaf and a skillet. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Yeah. So you get now you have the turn. Now you get two picks. All right. So this was actually like, I mean, this one was also fairly easy. Also, just a a terrible decision all around. I mean, there no, nothing good came of this, and that was. That sweet, sweet nectar, that Coors Banquet beer I had loafed by me in Manhattan, Kansas. See, I didn't think you wanted me to go there. As an underage individual. It was number one on my list. I just didn't think you wanted it brought back into the light. Oh, hey, it is what it is. I mean, you can check my record. It's clean, squeaky clean. There's nothing on the record. Squeaky clean. Yeah, I mean, no. You, some could say that it never happened, and it maybe didn't, but... That MIP in Aggieland was just, yeah, not, it simply wasn't worth it. So I didn't realize it was Coors Banquet. I had Coors Light. No, it was one of those but little, like, was, you know, the little, like, it was chunk, the good stuff. The little chode bottles, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Bringing, so, bringing into a Manhattan bar. That, yeah. Hey, I think you just locked up the victory here, but I, mean, I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. Well, hey, I mean, I, Oh man, I can take it. All time bad decision. <laughs> yeah, that one just yeah, not not ideal. But hey, didn't even have to do community service. Got out of everything. Just had yeah. to pay a little fine. Squeaky clean. Yeah. Hey. Okay. You're at the turn. Right, and this is where things really fell off. Um, not that it was a t- decision, but I mean, and some good memories came out of it. Good memories, but. Sharing um, a side of a townhouse with Loaf junior year, I mean, it was interesting. All time bad decision. I, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I mean, we got some great laughs. Yeah. Um, maybe a few sleepless nights. Yep. But hey, <laughs> all's well that ends well, right? I mean, yes. yep. Everyone had a good time, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we know one person in particular had a good time. But yes, that's right. a that's a lesson you only have to learn once because right. you you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, yes, sharing a paper thin wall with Matt Carlock. I was just gonna say but, I probably should have checked the drywall, made sure it was maybe a little thicker. Yep. I mean, it's they just, just put a, they just put up a sheet basically in in between <laughs> the walls. I mean, and and we wouldn't have a poem. We would not today. I mean, we wouldn't have, you know, many, many times that poem has been has been shared in yep. the group. Yep. So, hey, I mean, at least one good thing came of it. Right. Yep. Okay. I get two here. Yep. Um, taking yoga as your LAS class. That thought did cross my mind also. You remember how much of a scam that was? Yeah, wasn't it? Was it uh, Will and Mitch and Will, Mitch, and I believe Nate. Nate was in it, huh? Yeah, I might be. I mean, I might be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I remembered Nate. Was he like the dog one? I don't know. It was, but it was like the shiny object. You saw yoga as one of the options, and you you like immediately put it as your number one. Mm-hmm. And then you had to show up a week early. 
mm-hmm. it was like difficult. And I think only one person got an A. Right. I mean, I will say everything you said there is true, but RLAS was n- not great either. Oh, it was terrible, but our class was lit. Right. The group of people, I mean, incredible. Community-minded Thursday. S-tier, but, I mean, <laughs> everything else, just awful. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. that. The food, what was it called? Food history? Uh, food politics or something. I food mean, politics. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Like, on the, on the bar stool, like, you know, tier ranking list, it, that, that would classify under booty cheeks, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, last pick here my, for you. I mean, you make it count. Pick. Gosh, I was really expecting the the Coors to be here at the end, and I I would ask for your permission. But you were gonna you were gonna save it till the end. Well, I see it was my second overall choice, right on my list. But I just didn't want to bring it up if it if it were gonna haunt or or bring back bad memories. So, okay. I will go with um, fixing a picture frame at a, Clemson, <laughs> at a Clemson bar. Yeah, that. Yeah. Ow. You know, ends ends with a bloody hand. So, I get it. You you want to be the good guy at the end of the day, but sometimes it's just not worth it. Right. Yeah. And I nice mean, guys finish last sometimes. That is true. And John did not finish that night well. Yo, no, he certainly didn't finish first. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. Wow. So that's going to be my last pick. I mean, just a lot of bad blue key decisions, but also, I mean, blue key, what a great decision. I mean, oh my gosh. Little, little to no requirements and just free trips. Yeah. One, one meeting a year, I think, as far as I can remember. And then like a banquet at the end of the year and yes. a, a Unforget two unforgettable trips. Well, one was more slightly forgettable than the other, yeah. but yeah, well, <laughs> but it, yeah. yeah. So, last, la- I mean, wow, mm. I'll just say, I feel like a lot of these are really. Um, the last one I'll say, not living at the Duke senior year. Oh, wow, okay. I mean, just deciding to stay home, a good financial decision. Yep. But I think I missed out on a lot, a.k.a. the skillet, apparently. I mean, who who knows what that could have been. <laughs> but it was just – it was a misunderstanding. Is right. All it really was. But, I mean, I think I missed out on a few things there. I mean, I haven't been able to watch every episode of seven different TV shows. Yep. I mean, you guys just binged. Yeah, the dupe. The dupe was was a great decision, for sure. The dupe was lit. Yes. Yeah, but I think hey, I missed out. You had but, bigger and you had bigger and better things on your plate at that at that juncture. Right. Well, I don't know about that, but there were <laughs> other things happening at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So yeah, that's a good one. Um, honorable mention: another dupe one, locking your bike outside of the dupe. Um, apparently will will <laughs> lead to it getting stolen. <laughs> Tough so, neighborhood. That was a, I think that was a meter decision. Um, I I have a couple of uh, former girlfriends on the list. I don't I don't know that we need to bring up names. I think 
people know who they are, right? Yep. I you know yeah. I was jo- I was jogging Morgan's brain and she brought up you know one that's dear and dear to my heart. So yep. Um, yep. Yeah. There's a there's there's a few on the list. Um, you know we don't we don't have to go into specifics. Yeah. I mean, just wasted time. Yeah, that's all I really had for uh, for honorable mentions though. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I had a couple, I guess. Uh, one, uh, not becoming a business mogul with um, Taylor Monks. I mean. <laughs> Think of where I could be today if I had just, you know, done a couple mm-hmm. of those, uh, oh, what do you call those, uh, pitch things? I, what am I thinking? Yeah. What's the word? Pitch contest, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, pitch contest. Yeah, I yeah. mean, think of where I could be now. I could be a CEO of a Fortune 5000 company. You know what I mean? You'd be swimming in cash if you would have. Correct. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that that one was up there. Um this wasn't a bad deci- like a, a bad decision by us. It was actually a great decision. Um, but Marcus Theater's five dollar movie nights has to make the list as a, the worst decision they could have made because we took advantage of them weekly. It, that's a great pick, actually. And, I mean, the movies, old, yeah, the popcorn, yes, for five dollars. I mean, we were they, stealing. We were stealing their money. Yes, that was a disgustingly bad move by them. That's they should have known, they should have known better. Yes, that's a great call. Um, another one that just just happened to come to my brain: getting mm-hmm. beef rav anytime it was at the snack shack. Like that was just a bad decision. <laughs> Remember how often it was beef rav, and then every time you got it, it was like shouldn't have done that. I think I I don't know that I ever got the beef rav just because I'm not <laughs> a big I'm not a big beef rav guy. But good yes. for you. I did. You know, I just I honestly forgot about this. The snack shop down below i mean oh, yeah. you'd wait you'd wait till the end of the semester and have a thousand dollars to spend in a week and you would just buy yeah. all of the drinks all of it and all of it yep yeah yeah well that any any other honorables um not not that i can think of i'm sure i'm sure the boys will have a few um oh they will i'm sure we missed out on some like I feel like i i feel like i really missed out on like some bad decisions teddy made you know i feel like we didn't bring him up at all yeah, that's a good call. Z-Tech, I feel like, wasn't brought up at all. He should have been. Right. Surely Z-Tech made some bad decisions. I mean, there. yeah, he has to. <laughs> but speaking of that, Z-Tech, hey, well, shout out Z-Tech. Um, hey, I'm going to probably need to borrow your track spikes in a few months. So um, <laughs> hopefully we're the same size. Can Z-Tech um, running track be on the list? Well, they don't call him Sammy the Jet for nothing. So I don't know if that's, that's a bad true. decision. You know, that's I mean, good, that's a good point. And he said it got him out of football conditioning, which that seems like a terrible trade off. But I'll take yes. his word for it. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not sure that I understand the reasoning there. But hey, you know, <laughs> maybe he did it to get get chicks, you know? Yeah. Hey, chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, they dig speed. <laughs> Can't teach um, speed. Well, I think that's it. Do you have any predictions you want to make? Any any words to the league members? Um. Love you, boys. I mean, it's been it's been a long long season thus far. I mean, we're only like what halfway done. Yeah, I wish it was over. Um, I'm tired of losing sleep over who I'm going to pick up because I know they're going to suck. Um, my team is terrible. Russell Wilson needs to figure it out. Uh, and Bus Boy, I'm coming for you, baby. 
it's yes. gonna be me and you. It's gonna be me and you coming down the stretch. I think Trev. Yes. I think Trev proved it this week. His team is decent. Um, although Jeff Wilson Jr. is no longer gonna be of service. Yeah, I don't know if he's in if he's in an okay spot. Like neither of those running backs are serviceable now. Well, then Kansas Kansas City said Pacheco was gonna be the starter, and then proceeded to give Edwards Hilaire. Way more carries yeah, than yeah, Pacheco, yeah, yeah. and yes, that was weird. But 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 Wilson and Mitchell, like when Mitchell comes off IR, he's irrelevant. Correct. So, so I think just says two completely irrelevant, and then Cam Akers on top of that, the cherry on top. Yeah, yuck. Hey, Trev, I got some running backs I can trade you, baby. When everybody gets healthy, I'm gonna have one too many. So there it is. Hit me up. There it is. But bus boy, I'm coming for you, buddy. And we don't look good right now. So this week could be a clash of the Titans. I think it will be. I feel good about it for you. I mean, this feels a lot like an Iowa football game. I mean, it could be 65-64 coming down to the wire. Yeah, tune in to Iowa Northwestern on Saturday and then bus boy and think fast, run fast on Sunday. And that is a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep, get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a slugfest. You betcha. All right, Chief. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. We appreciate you. We appreciate your service, Mr. Commissioner. Okay. Peace. Later.